Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Hello, onesies, and welcome back to the audience of One Show right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5, as well as IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Andrew riding alongside the guy who loves his change jar, Mr. iPhone Nothing 1 wrong. himself. Nothing wrong with change jars. Mr. iPhone 1 himself, Dick Ivy. Yeah, you, you, you told me last week you love your oh, change jar. Oh, you know what's really crazy? Uh... Last week, I went to the gas station several times for different things because right. we were, you know, get ice, get, you know, little things like that because we were hanging out. And every single time I went, mm-hmm. the change that was required was in my pocket, but also in like the give a penny, take a penny kind of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was a little weird. After like the third time, I was like, this is getting a little weird about how I have like exact change every time I every come. Every time. But hmm. I need like two cents or 10 cents or whatever's in the deal. And, uh, I tried looking up the history that give a penny, take a penny after we talked about it last week, and I could not find the exact history of where it started. So now I've started every time I go into the gas station, I literally, like, whatever change I have, I'm mm-hmm. going to put some change in it. Just because. Well, because you know when you get that, uh, when you get the, the tally up, it's like, oh, it's just five cents. Mm-hmm. It's like 9.05. And I was like, man, if I give him a 10, I'm going to have 95 cents. Exactly. That's why I so, hate that. But yeah, every time it's worked out. Oh, and by the way, they discontinued the penny in Canada. I, I did find that out. In, in Canada? The year, in Canada. In, in Canada. Canada. I, fi- I figured that out. Uh, in 2013, no longer. So the give a penny, take a penny is probably not actually there in Canada anymore. So what, mm. how, do, how do you think they handle that when it is changed? So if, it, if they have 91 cents as your change, they just give you 90 cents? I, I think they've probably worked it out to where pricing always comes out to the nearest five cents or something. It would have to, right? Yeah, so I wonder how that would work, especially as a business paying taxes. It's like... I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. I wonder how that's going to work out for us. They still make the penny here in the United States, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. I think so. They even make half dollars. Yeah, they're not made out of the same exact materials as they used to, right? Because a penny is actually going to be worth more than one cent if they continue to make it out of the same materials, I would assume. No one really knows. penny talk. Well, did you have a good weekend? I have some amazing news to share with the uh, onesies. Okay. Are you ready to hear my amazing story? Yes. I tried a shower orange. I feel like you had to have a certain temperature. It has to be a hot shower to be a shower orange. Well, you know, look, I don't know all the rules (laughs) that are involved with the shower orange, so I'm going to go out there, full disclosure, maybe I didn't get the full experience because I don't know all the rules, but... I thought, after last week, I'm going to have to try this out. One, I didn't know if I was supposed to cut the orange while I was in the shower. Yeah. You know, I didn't know if that was part of the rules, so I thought about that, but I really didn't want to take a knife into the shower. That just sort of felt a little... You don't use your fingers? Psycho-esque. I mean, I guess I could try and just use my fingernails if I wanted to. Do you use a knife when you eat an orange? Um, It depends on where I'm at. I mean, if I'm at the house and I've got a knife available, I'm going to... Well, if you're in the shower, you just use your hand. Well, right, exactly, but... I decided to cut it up prior to going into the shower. Okay. Uh, then it probably didn't do what it's supposed well, to do. Well, I don't know. Again, don't know the rules. And then secondly, I didn't know if I'm like actually supposed to face the water and let the water run over the top of the, you know, the orange slice. I didn't know. I just didn't know. So I turned around backwards and let the water hit me from behind and, you know, let the steam go. I made it an extra hot shower. Um, and I'm here to report that it was an awful lot like eating an orange in the shower. <laughs> just didn't seem like it was much going on. Maybe slightly enhanced. I don't know. Um, I, I, can't, I can't imagine that the experience was so much different than eating an, an orange normally that someone would start to go out on the soap and be like, oh my gosh, you have, to, you have to try this because it was mildly maybe more enhanced and I was looking for it. But really, onesies, it's just basically eating an orange in the shower. Yeah. Sorry to disappoint. But it's a thing now. I mean, it's actually in the dictionary.com as a thing. So people are doing it, but I don't know. I thought I needed to experience it. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, when I was dating somebody, uh, she gave me trash for brushing my teeth in the shower. 
Uh, I mean, it's kind of weird, but it's efficient, right? I mean, you're getting two things done at once, I guess. Yeah. Never. I don't think I've ever done that. And I was like, yeah, just to me, it's a little easier that way. When I get out of the shower, I don't have to like go to another station. I literally just comb my hair and get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, I will because whenever you wash your hair, it always says leave in your leave in for like thirty seconds. Yeah, what are you going to do with that thirty seconds? Might as well brush your teeth. So that's what I do. Eat an orange. Yeah. And apparently, the orange thing, I don't really see. I, I don't really. I, the only thing I can think of is like in a sauna, it might be okay. Yeah, I think it needs to be pretty warm to get all the stuff going. And, you know, I mean, I made it an extra warm shower, but I didn't get much of an effect. Yeah, Sorry. That's weird. But I do think this is the first time I've ever eaten anything while nude. <laughs> I don't think Wait, I've ever eaten Oh, anything. you never had a shower beer, though. I, I think I've done that, yes. Shower beer is <laughs> yeah, a pretty special. It is pretty. Yeah, I, I believe I've done that before. But, I mean, consuming, like, food. I don't think I've yeah. ever done that before. Maybe as a baby. Well, right? that's just so weird about the orange thing because it's—I think the whole idea was the steam is supposed to uh-huh. interact with the peel itself, so it lets off an aroma of orange, mm-hmm. and then you have a nice tasty treat. But it's like you're not—you're not in there long enough to really yeah. appreciate. That's why I say a sauna might work because you're in a sauna for at least fifteen <laughs> minutes. Yeah, and like right? I said, it, it may have enhanced it. Slightly, but I was I was expecting to get. Well, you look great. I was, I was, thank you, you thank you for noticing. Great. It's still that's the peptides I'm still doing, but I was expecting to get hit right in the face with this just oh, no. orange wonderfulness, and gotta admit there Apparently wasn't there's much a, to it. There's a subreddit to the oranges. Yeah, that's weird. Shower well, orange. I've done the shower orange, and now it's on to jugging. So can't wait to report back on jugging. Well, <laughs> and if what you're was jugging again. <laughs> It did sound like something you and I should try. No, it was just some some sort of theft at a at a bank, right? Oh, when, you, when, yeah. when somebody gets robbed at a bank, which to me I think is just like mugging, but whatever. They That's gave it right. a special name. Yeah, whatever. Oh, because Joe yeah, was a nickname for bank. There you go, like Britain or something. Like yeah, that. probably. Yep. It's, well, it was so long ago. Yeah. Uh, I know my weekend was eventful. We just uh, watched sports. It's nice to watch Coach Prime get put in his place. That was always <laughs> that's always entertaining. And, Knew it was coming. Come on. Well, yeah, and but it's just—it's funny how that's the highlight of that day, and no one cared about any of like the real good games. Yeah, and he's going to get thumped against USC probably this week too. I mean, not only are those teams just better, he's now got a couple of injuries to his star players. So I mean, it's—it's—it's going to happen. And sorry. then uh, what was the most recent one? Was it Taylor Swift and what's his name on the Kansas? That's all I've been seeing. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift yeah. together. Their trailer, by the way, that's their nickname. Yeah, that's annoying already. Those two are annoying already. And I don't even know well, if they're no, really a couple. What, no, it wasn't even that. It was, it, and I, it, maybe the onesies know, maybe the football onesies know. Like, I saw, all of a sudden, I started seeing there's a documentary on Amazon Prime with mm-hmm. the other brother. And then I guess they, they host a podcast together, so I'm seeing a lot of that. And I'm thinking Probably. to myself, I was like, they're all over. why are these guys popular again? Like, I saw them on the... Um, NFL players. Yeah, but I mean, like a documentary? Like, what did he, like, Look, as soon as you, as soon as you start dating... Uh, but pop, it was super superstar but it pop was, star singers. But it was the brother, not her. You, you'll you'll be able to. Well, uh, it's like, is this all manufactured for this? It's like a Kardashian thing. I mean, it could. It was getting weird for me because the way I was seeing the timeline of all this promotion of these two brothers, and then I saw them on the Chunky's Campbell Soup commercial, and I was like, well, that's typical. They always football players, mm. but it's just. Well, it's like, not like Taylor Swift needs any more notoriety or money. Yeah. So this is obviously she's not going to benefit as much from it as say the Kelseys will, but. Whatever. I don't even know if they're technically together, but they showed her up in the stands, overly cheering, by the way, for every little thing that he did, jumping up and down as if they just won the Super Bowl, well, which I thought know, was When you like funny. somebody, you're excited. Whatever, man. Whatever. Hey, I... You just don't have that excitement anymore in your life. No. I, yeah, right. That's it. You don't wake up and start cheering? Woohoo! For any random for thing any, that the, any, the, the yeah. spouse does. Yeah. Way to get that coffee, babe. Yeah! Yeah, I live a normal life. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, it's sad that we don't have those moments. No, you know, I did have another moment, by the way, not maybe as interesting as the uh, shower orange, but um, we talked about girl math last week. Yeah. And uh, if you don't remember what girl math is, or if you didn't hear last week's episode, it's basically a term given to um, sort of justifying expenditures, um, maybe extravagant expenditures, maybe even not, but just a rationalization behind purchasing. Uh, you'll have to go back and listen to last week's show. It's but stupid. It is pretty stupid. But I had my own girl math moment. And I realized that I, I guess I rationalized something this exact same way. So 
Um, about a year and a half ago, I uh, looked up in my closet and I saw a shoebox. It was a Nike shoebox. And I thought, what are that? What's that? Got up there and reached down. I opened the box. It was a pair of sneakers, brand new. In fact, the receipt was sitting right on top. And I went, oh, yeah. I forgot I bought these shoes. And I looked at the receipt and it was dated late February, like February 26th, 2020. What do you think happened right after that? COVID. COVID. The world shut down. Well, I bought this pair of shoes because I had intended on going and playing in a basketball league. My neighbor invited me to go play in a, in a league. I said, man, I got to get a pair of shoes to do this. I didn't have any basketball shoes. And I wanted a, sh- a pair that I would use just for basketball. Well, of course, COVID happened. That got shut down. I was like, well, once this little COVID thing passes, I'll wear these shoes again. Well, it never passed. It just keeps going on and on. I forgot I had the pair of shoes. So when I pulled them down a year and a half later, I did think to myself, Huh, it's like a free pair of shoes because <laughs> I paid for them a year and a half ago. And so I was like, wow, new shoes. So I just started wearing them. And that, that's my girl math moment, I suppose. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I like how you forgot you bought a pair I, of shoes. I did, actually, man. Well, I, I bought I, them specific. I have like three pairs of shoes and I have sandals. You know, like you're, 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 you're dressed up today, though. Thank you for looking professional. Here I am in a t shirt and a cap. Well, it's Monday. You got to start the day off right. The you're week, right. You're right. You're right. Hey, Dick, I know you're uh, actively on the dating scene these days. If yeah, someone, totally. If, yeah, totally. Just putting a leg out there on the road. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if, if someone were to ask you, or if maybe you were to describe yourself on a scale of one to ten, what do you think your looks are? What do you think oh, you'd Oh, ten. Say? Look at a mustache. Oh, that's true. That's true. That, that yeah. stash does... Dr- I, I, you know what? I will say it, I'm having a lot of fun with it because one thing I haven't done pretty much ever is continuously shave. Mm-hmm. Like usually my go-to is like I shave once a week and it's just because I'm lazy as heck. But now that I have a mustache, it's like, oh, I have to actually like shave every day, if not every other day. Yeah, to define that bad to, boy. To keep it. To make sure you're a 10. Yeah. All right. Without the stash, what do you think you are? Oh, I'm a 10. So the stash doesn't do anything then. Well, it just it's the cherry on top. Wow, it's you, you go from being a mm, that's a ten to that's a ten. Yeah, okay. I'm a ten, hundred percent. Well, most people apparently when I mean, asked, I, I don't have an STD. Ten. <laughs> I mean, let's think about this. Check, check, right? Uh, what else is there that gives me a ten? I I, I do have a haircut, so that's a ten. Uh, I mean, technically, everybody has a haircut. I have all. Right? I have uh, all ten fingers, so that's a ten right there. You get it? Oh my uh, gosh! <laughs> wow. Bad joke. And yeah. Well, I guess that's about it. Yeah. I think that's the only. <laughs> apparently, uh, this is from CBS News. Most people, when asked what they feel their looks are on a scale of one to 10, most people say a seven. And that's interesting. So apparently, this is a phenomenon known as illusory superiority. Now, if you think about it, one to 10, the average of every person living has got to be. Around a five, wouldn't you think? Isn't that kind of the way that works? Average well, I, wouldn't average be considered a, a five? five? Yeah, right. So if everyone is saying, or the majority of people are saying seven, we all seem to have a little bit of a inflated view of ourselves. Is basically what this is oh, saying. Oh, giving myself a ten is inflated. I mean, you said it. I mean, I'm a ten. I mean, some people are in and out too. Some people are in and out. I, I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. My like my heart, it's a ten. Oh, oh, inside and out. Oh, yeah, oh and okay. Out. Okay. Well, it says this happens for a couple of different reasons. People are often too polite to say what they really think or incompetent to lack the skills to assess their abilities well, accurately. What I love about that kind of like the rating <laughs> system we give each other, like men's perspective is totally different from women's perspective. And, uh-huh. and then it's certainly on the society standards because like basically if everyone, if you worked out, mm-hmm. you're pretty much a seven or more. Like sure, you've probably at least um, separated yourself from the crowd, maybe a little yeah. bit. Yeah, sure. If you're taking because I got some ugly friends, and they work out, and they get they're a lot li- of they're uh, listeners, so careful. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, come on, guys, get get pretty. Uh, <laughs> but no, I feel like for guys, for example, and, and women too, it's like oh, if you just work out, you're kind of like setting the the base is already at seven. Like you, you can't go further down if mm-hmm. you just if you're healthy looking. <laughs> And I think it's uh, like because I was thinking about this the other day. I'm glad we're talking about this. I saw an ad uh, watching the football games about The Bachelor, mm-hmm. 
and it's like the Golden Bachelor. I don't know if you've seen this. Yes, I, I have, and I cannot wait so, for this show because I want to see what the advertisements are, and it's going to be just Viagra. Oh yeah, yeah. And see Alice. Well, it got me thinking. You know, it's just, you know, how old is this guy? Like, I was kind of curious where the, I believe he's early seventies. Yeah, where the producers kind of said, "What's a Golden mm-hmm. Bachelor?" Mm-hmm. And so, if he's seventy, mm-hmm. and the ironic thing about men in today's world is, the older you get, you can still hang out with younger women. I've been and told it, that, And yes. it's not the reverse. Like, it's very rare for older women to hang out with younger men. Like, it's just not... Mm-hmm. But so I was thinking, like, are all these women his age? No. How I'm, are they playing this? I, so I did hear about this, and I think uh, most of the women are in their 60s. So they're slight... I think the youngest one is 58, and maybe the oldest one is 68. So they're they're basically a little bit 10 years and less younger, younger. than him. So they're, they're staying within the demo, which makes sense. Although, wouldn't it have been funny... Oh, if they threw in like 30-year-olds or something like that, or 20-year-olds? Yeah, they threw in like two girls, like 24 and 25. Oh, that would have been great. So, can you imagine those older women, the cattiness? <laughs> it would have been great. Or or they don't do it on like week one, though, right? They, they they get established, they go through a couple of rounds, and then all of a sudden, surprise, in week five, they just drop in this bombshell 25-year-old Well, woman. I will say I'm curious to see the show, <laughs> oh my mainly God. Be, for the mental state. Of the women and the guy, mm-hmm. because I I I used to watch The Bachelor with a significant other, and the only entertaining part about it was just the chaos of these people's it thought processes. Yeah. It's like, oh, I love this guy. I just don't understand. Yeah, I just don't but, understand the entire concept of it. To be honest with you, well, I mean, it's to me, it's kind of a joke. It it has to be. But what's well, not, not a joke? joke what's it, not a joke is the ratings, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't think it's. I don't, I don't think it's so like everyone's kind of like open to it, but then when they start getting like, oh, I'm actually in the show, and there are like, there's only 10 girls left or 10 yeah. guys left, it's like, oh, so it's a competition. It's a competition. Yeah, it's I a think, competition. I think now. the girls or guys, depending on what yeah. show it is, they just want to win. Because my, my favorite ones we watch, and I encourage you to watch this if you ever just want, like, you have nothing to watch on television, they do a thing called like Bachelors in Paradise, mm-hmm. which basically it's all the losers from the other seasons, and they just put them all on this resort mm-hmm. so it's not just one guy going for 30 girls or vice versa it's just like everyone who lost and that was a fan favorite like they were it's just like there's just chaos it's everyone's dating somebody and it's just insane mm-hmm. but i always loved watching people like how they behave because they know they're being watched and some of the stuff no doubt. but so this is interesting because they're older now mm-hmm. and so it's like you know some of these women i imagine are just like it's not good television because there's normal they're normal now they're like, oh, oh I don't think they're going to be normal. Uh, they're going to. I think this is going to be ramped up to the nth yeah, degree. I'm man. Ex- that's what I'm saying. This it's is going to be interesting. Concept. I mean, I'm not. I'm probably not going to watch it, but I'll watch the outtakes of it. Yeah, and maybe we'll bring it up and talk about it at some point here in the near future. But, but yeah, it's, it's going to be the age thing. Is that was really interesting to me watching that? I was like, I wonder how they, like, you know, that one producer is like, yeah, we can bring a 40 year old, right? Not golden, right? right? Yeah, is it like everyone have to be golden. I think that's the point. Maybe they're doing yoga to stay young. Have you ever done yoga, by the way? Yeah. Have you? I've heard it's phenomenal for you in terms of health and yeah. everything else. Did you, you like it? Was it? Did you do it one time? Or I did it something that you did I've done it a couple times. Routinely. I think uh, what happened to me, I was like, I'd rather just be working out. Yeah, it is. Because, it can be a workout. Some of them are Well, no, it is. Intense. I'm not saying it's not. I'm, I meant more of because the time it, to do yoga is pretty much like to get a real yoga session in, it has to be at least 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like at least, mm-hmm. and so because I've done it where I'm sore as heck afterwards. Yeah, you can be. But then I'm like, well, if I only have an hour today, do I want to do yoga or do I just want to work out? And I'm like, I'd rather just work out. Okay, okay. Well, I found this story on CNN about yoga that I thought was amazing. So apparently, a yoga teacher turned out the lights toward the end of one of her classes in Britain last week. And the hope was to encourage peaceful relaxation. This is during a class. She turns out the lights, so you can imagine. They're in their downward dog position or doing whatever yoga pose, right? The lights are now turned off. What followed could not have been further from her intention. Get this, man. So soon after the class was over, a mass of police sirens shattered the peace as officers raced toward her venue where her class was being held. Apparently, there was a call from someone inside the, the town that had passed by and saw all of the members there laying on the ground in the dark. And they thought it was a mass suicide. <laughs> so they called I mean, the cops. That's the first logical thought. Mass suicide. I guess. But but the thing is, though, if you glanced over, that might be your first thought, I'm guessing. 
I'd knock but, on the window. Right, something. You don't just immediately go, oh my gosh, and call the cops and run off. Because I imagine they were probably only in that position for 30 seconds or something, a minute at the most, and then they got up and started moving. But apparently <laughs> somebody passed by and thought this was a mass murder. This is the world we live in today, man. <clears throat> I have not done yoga. I'd like to do yoga, though. Yeah, it's good. I yeah? Mean, if, you, if you're down. Well, you want to do it right now? Like no, or, I do not. After the class? No, I do mm. not. Okay. Well, we'll keep it in mind. No. Did you hear a few weeks ago about this this guy in Florida um, that tried to sail across the um, Atlantic Ocean? I did. I remember... Uh, I meant to bring it to air last week, and I forgot about it, to be honest with you. Um, so I wanted to cover it, and I think maybe you should show this picture. Yeah, I got I, a picture of it. I doubt we're breaking any news here on this, right? Because this was a pretty big story. But I did want to get your thoughts on this. But apparently there was this guy. His name is... Uh, he's an Iranian... Uh, uh, from Iranian descent. His name is Reza something or another. I don't even see. Oh, Reza Baluchi. So apparently this guy tried to cross the Atlantic in a, quote, human-powered hamster wheel. And he was arrested by Coast Guard. Yeah. 70 miles. He made so it 70. Arrested? Yeah. He was arrested 70 miles off uh, the coast. When, when they, let's say, they found him during a manifestly unsafe voyage. I guess it's because Hurricane Franklin was heading towards that area. And I guess all the ships were supposed to be off or out from the sea. Can you imagine if he'd stayed out there during that, that storm? That would have been a real story. This is crazy. Did you show the uh, the picture of it? Yeah. It's it's a pretty impressive vessel, I, I suppose, but wouldn't you want to just see if you could maybe attempt to do a more uh, successful shorter trip? But he was attempting to go all the way to London, I think, <laughs> from Florida. I mean... Come on, dude. Well, what's interesting to me about that is... The journey. How long would it? Did he did it talk about how long he actually thought it would take? So say he like no one stopped. I'm sure him. he had some fig newtons and stuff in there with him. We had some. No I'm wondering how. <laughs> yeah, it says he had a three day, a bizarre three day standoff with the authorities. Like I guess he didn't want to be taken in. He had uh, he had knives and things on him, which by the way, probably not the smartest utensil to have out there on a and a hamster wheel in a hamster wheel. It's probably you know staying afloat from air. You don't want to have a knife out there, or a gun for that matter. But yeah, this guy sounds really wheels off. And this is not his first attempt. I think I read that he had also um, tried something similar to this earlier a few years ago. Crazy, though. It says he also threatened to blow himself up, at which point Coast Guard officers on the site contacted the Navy to determine the location of this, quote, alleged bomb. But Bellucci later revealed that the bomb was not real. <laughs> I got a bomb! I got a bomb! I'm just going to blow yourself up. Well, clearly he has some issues where he... If some of the Coast Guard goes, hey, you need to stop, I'd be like, okay, I was just trying something out. He's like, well, you need to tell us next time. Yeah. Because I don't see, like, I could see someone doing this and being successful with it, like, miraculously, but yeah, clearly well, again, he had some issues with people talking to him. A, while a, shorter, a, shorter, a shorter trip, I think, would have been... No, I think he needs to go for the gold. to try and go transatlantic? Yeah, I mean, what he needs heck? to go for the gold. Well, it says back in 2014, the Coast Guard found him... Um, when he was trying to uh, transverse the Bermuda Triangle as well. So he's he's done this before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew a, a guy named Reza when I, when I was growing up. In fact, I think he listens to the show. So Reza, if you're out there, I have to admit, when I first saw this story, I thought, oh no, please tell me this isn't you. No offense, but I mean, people, sounds like something you could have done. I don't see problem with this. <laughs> I like it. I don't know why he'd be arrested, though. Like I said, I think it had everything to do with the fact that that hurricane was coming in and there was probably some call for all vessels to be out of the water. And he's just paddling. Actually, I don't even know how you move that thing. Do you? I guess you just. I bet they run. Left he it. just. He just runs. I bet they took him out and they just left it there. They're like, we're not. We don't know how to tow this back in there. This is kind of weird. I guess they, they could airlift it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Or some so, poor soul is like, all right, Private Johnny, you need to get in the hamster wheel and wheel it back. <laughs> what? How much? I wonder how much Mighty Putty is on that thing and like flex tape. To get that I mean, thing. it looks legit. I'm gonna it, pull it up one yeah, more time. It does for look pretty. It does look pretty legit. Are those, I guess, I mean, the buoys, the buoys and, and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I mean, with little looks... paddles. I guess as he runs, it spins the buoys and the paddles yeah. to project him forward. Um, pretty impressive, though, man. I like pretty it. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Staying on this theme of aquatic, did you hear about this massive alligator that was found last week in uh, Raven Lake in Huntsville, sort of in this area, yeah. Huntsville State Park? Apparently, this thing was attacking kids in the lake. Oh, wow. This thing looks like a dinosaur. It's just massive. I have to admit, I'm seeing more and more of these stories where alligators and things are, are, are popping up in lakes where they haven't been historically. 
man, I ain't getting in that water no more. I think when I was a kid, I probably would have jumped in. I say kid, a young youngster in my 20s, I probably didn't care. I ain't getting in that water no more, man. That's freaky. Are you yeah. are you a lake guy? Would you jump in there even knowing there's a chance there's some freaking alligators? I said freaking alligators. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of going in the ocean and going in any like the river or lake. You're gonna run into snakes, <sighs> yeah. especially here in Texas. Like yeah. you know, the river, mo- you know, there's moccasins mm-hmm. everywhere. I used to float the river in college all the time, and there were signs that even said, "You know, lift up your feet here for snakes." And I was like, "Wow, that's kind of a weird sign." Drink, drink, drink. Float, float, float. Yeah. Didn't seem to care. I don't think I'm doing I mean, that anymore, man. Alligators, though. That's, yeah, that's a whole other story. Here, I'm, I, I got the video of it. Yeah, apparently it. it was a Girl Scout troop. Yeah. And the camera good. catches this thing just oh, floating right that. toward... Oh, my God, those little girls would be terrified. I'd be terrified, too. Uh, the kids can be heard shouting in the video as they immediately leave the water. Some parents actually jump in to run and help them. One child jumps in the water as the reptile swims closer. It's terrifying footage, but that's just right here locally. Well, somewhat locally. No thanks, bruh. No thanks. I mean, it's 12 feet long. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one, man. That's a big one. And they seem like it seems like they're getting larger, or maybe it's just me. It seems like there's always these records being broken. Oh, we found a 16-foot. Oh, we found a 20-foot. And the larger they get, it is amazing to me how sort of well, um, dinosaur-like they, they Wild look. alligators, It's they live for 30 to 50 years, so I imagine they don't stop growing. The whole time? The whole time. Wow. So the larger they are, the older they are. Yeah. Huh? And they probably don't have a lot of predators. Yeah, and they eat probably them. and you know, like old people, they get very much get off my lawn kind of thing. And so if you imagine you got a thirty year old alligator, he's pretty pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> get out of my lawn, man. Well, what's strange to me is you can have a captive alligator that can live up to seventy years. Oh wow, with no natural predators. And that's that's another thing is yeah. these lakes that never used to have them in Texas, a lot of times people release them because they had them as pets and they're little tiny things. And they just run rampant in there and like, all right, this is my domain. I like it. Look, a Girl Scout troop. Mm. <laughs> this is this is funny. We're going we're gonna to switch to um, children. This is the children's section okay. of our show. I don't have kids. Before the break. I don't have any kids. From Fox News. I'm a 10. You're a 10 without children. Yeah, Boy, when that, you makes, have kids, that makes you an 11. When, yeah, when you, have ten, when you have kids, you go down. This is uh. an Omac downer. <laughs> Someone told me once, the older you get, as, and when you're single, the dating pool is shallow and someone peed in it. I guess. <laughs> That's what I was told. I mean, I think it's just, it's the Wild West out here, man. Well, well, makes for good radio. So, from Fox News, a former journalist in Australia, right, maybe just as journalist, legally changed the name of her baby. I'm sorry, sorry, didn't even change it. Just legally named her ba- baby Methamphetamine Rules. Now again, we did have this this episode yeah, back did. in March yeah. about names you can and cannot name your baby. And if she had been listening, she would have known that methamphetamine rules perfectly loud. And you can't name them. What was it? Uh, gosh, what were some of the ones that were illegal? Jesus, King, Queen, Anal. <laughs> yeah, there's weird ones. There were some that, weird like, ones in there. <laughs> like I don't understand why it would be illegal. Like why? Yeah. Could, but I, I... Well, she did this after a quote lighthearted, curious attempt to determine how the government goes about rejecting names deemed as inappropriate, and she went with something that she assumed would automatically get flagged: methamphetamine rules. <laughs> well, wouldn't you know? It went by and it went through, and so now her baby, beautiful baby, I believe it's a girl, is now named methamphetamine rules. Whoops. So I think she's going to have to go back and rename the child. But for now, that's the baby's name. Well, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for people because you know how everyone's just kind of like changing how culture works. Mm-hmm. These, I feel like everything's kind of rapidly changing. I, I'm waiting for people to go, oh, we can't name our baby until they name themselves. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a phenomenon where it's just like hundreds and mm-hmm. hundreds of people are not naming their babies mm-hmm. until they're adults. Or, you know, kids. Like no, but wouldn't it be great if a six-year-old, and that was about the age people start naming themselves. If you were six years old, I mean. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, I'm I'm kind of waiting for this trend to happen. I would say your name like, probably wouldn't be Dick, but a six-year-old probably would name themselves Dick, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think there'd be a lot of Spider-Mans running around, you know. A lot of Batmans. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I think that would probably be the case if, if that catches on. But no, it says the uh, the Australian ABC journalist Kristen Drysdale was pregnant, and she was working on a news segment focusing on the question, what can I legally name my baby? Again, Kristen should have been listening to the AOO show. But according to the news, Drysdale said she was trying to figure out if the registrar's offers provides children with uh, default names if the parent's submission is rejected. So she was 
doing some investigative reporting with her child nonetheless, her newborn or yet to be born at that point child. And it went right on through. So methamphetamine rules is her new child. Good for her. Love it. Love Good it. Good for Love it. her. And last story before the break here, a baby was born in India with, boy, that fill in the blank, right? I think we had somebody uh, with a tail not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. He was a Hindu god. Well, this is a baby girl born in India with 26 fingers and toes. So she's more than a 10. She is a 26, man. That's and her lot. family thinks it's divine. It's divinity. I don't doubt it. Yeah. it's kind of Again, I guess over there in India, that type stuff happens. They're like, oh, man, almost got 27 fingers, but I guess we'll just go with 26. Yeah. Poor little thing. But yes, 26 fingers. I wonder what the record is. So this little girl um, in the northern state of India, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, has seven fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot. Hmm. Yeah. I guess she can have some specially made gloves or maybe we can get her to play in the NFL or something. Catch a ball. All right, guys, that's all we got for this first half of the show. Um, I'm not entirely sure what we're going to talk about when we come back, but I'm sure it will be Well, riveting. we always encourage people to send in some riveting. stuff. Uh, audience of one show at gmail.com. Good. So, or Thank Facebook you for and all me. that kind of stuff. We do have some listener feedback I'm going to cover. We so. always love it when you guys send us in stupid stuff. Yes, so. listener feedback when we come back. Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belschner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. All right, you're listening to the AOO Show. Audience of one every Wednesday on Lone Star Community Radio. Always send us your ideas at audienceofoneshow at gmail.com. We're on podcasts, we're on YouTube, Facebook. Just look up Lone Star Community Radio, Audience of One, or Spotify, Apple. Yeah, all of them. All, that all stuff. of them. Yeah, man. We're coming in your ears with the AOO Show. But uh, yeah, we got our Not second. We got our second uh, half here. And we have some user or listener or onesie reports. Yeah, onesie feedback. I love it when I get some feedback um, from the show. Um, we had a listener contact me uh, about the segment we did on cops and the live PD. Yeah, how amazed I was with that the whole channel itself. Whenever I was telling you, I was like, there's a show called Jail. Yeah, right. Jail. Well, this listener, Mike, said, um, oh, you think that's interesting. You guys need to check out Court TV. Well, I mean, I know, I know Court TV is a channel. Yeah, this one apparently is a little different. It's, it's basically like uh, footage from the, the closed captioning or closed circuit cameras from courtrooms. Um, and so it gets pretty wild. I did some research on it because I thought maybe we would be able to do a whole segment and it's so wheels off. Um, he was telling me a story about how this one judge and lawyer started arguing back and forth. And it got more and more contentious and heated. And finally, the judge stands up. He's like, you want to go, bro? You want to take this outside? You know, just something it's like you would see out in a, in a bar or something. They disappear around the corner. And you hear tussling and fighting. Apparently, they get into an all-out fist fight. This is the lawyer and the judge. Few minutes later, the judge comes in, no lawyer to be found. So apparently he put the smack down, the whooping, on this lawyer. And I thought, no, this is all fake. This is all done up for the show. And you look it up, apparently, no, I think this was in Minnesota. This judge got thrown in jail, lost his, his judgeship for, you know, behavior unbecoming. Yeah. It's for real. But apparently this is not the first time this has happened. Judges and lawyers going at it and duking it out in the, in the court. I love it. It's not, it sounds like something you would absolutely love. Oh. Well, I was just amazed at the channel itself because I forgot what it was, but like the shows they had on it, I was like, I can't believe, like, I would love to do this for like a year, be on the production team. Yeah, you and, see some wild stuff. Like, I think that would be hilarious. And then uh, there's another show, I want to say it was on like History Channel, but it's like the drug 
show airports. And it's just about airports around the world. And they go through the different, like, Whoa. how they do inspections and all this kind of stuff. And you can't tell if it's real or not. Right. Because how much is done up for TV. Some of it's ridiculous because some of the people are like, I don't know how that got there. And it's like, well, this is 14 pounds of cocaine, sir. Yeah, it's not my luggage. And it's just like. That always works for me. It, it's just so, I didn't put it up there. That's not but, my uh, luggage. It always works for me. Yeah. And then, like, what I love is the one where it's like, there's it's Chinese goods. So mm-hmm. apparently you can go to China and get like really cheap goods. So it's just people trying to smuggle in just like just different types of electronics. And it, and they like they open up this suitcase and it's just filled with little white boxes. And like, well, I don't know what that is. And there's no socks. There's nothing. It's just yeah. like clearly you were trying to get something over here. Yeah. I wonder if those are the same electronics that end up being uh, sold to you in the trunk at a gas station. Yeah. Do you ever have that happen to you? Or somebody comes in, and, you know. You're, you're I've like, had people approach me to like who are trying to sell speakers. Yeah, speakers. It's always speakers. And Why was, is it always speakers? Well, because it's, it's easy. They ripped them out of the car, you know, down the well, street yeah. earlier that day, probably. Well, I mean, it's really easy to replace the speaker systems and like nice guess, speakers yeah. and make it look nice. But. I've also I've also been told that you know you buy TVs and stuff and they're in the box and you get them out and they're just fake TVs. There's nothing. There's no electronics actually. Well, you're buying from some dude in a van. <laughs> yeah. What do you so. expect? Yeah, there's yeah, this this TV show. I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. And uh, especially like what I love is especially the police shows is they show you inadvertently the faults in the police investigation. Whoops, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, so oh, it's yeah. like especially like the the drug one where it's like they had this special speckometer thing that it can find traces of cocaine, but every time they used it, it never showed like they never found cocaine. They were like. And they literally go, well, cocaine could have been in here. And I'm like, yeah, it's airplane. Like, <laughs> or, or he I, turns it on his buddy and he goes, yeah, like I was. Hey, don't point that thing at me. And they were doing it on suitcases and stuff. Pointing at himself. And they're like, yeah, cocaine. Could yeah, have been, seems to be working. Cocaine could have been here. And I'm like, yeah, well, was, that, you could say that about anything. Yeah, you walk into the room, so cocaine funny. could be present right now. It's like, oh my gosh, this is true. <laughs> but it was really funny. This like really fancy piece of equipment and never worked at all. It's just like, well, cocaine was here. <laughs> It was here at one point, and it's like, yeah, well, I mean, that suitcase was a, a long, around a lot of people. Yeah. And hey, by the way, you've, you've got you to be a little more careful with that stash, now that you have that stash. Just going to throw that what out What I do now? Just staying on the, on the, the cocaine store. You just got to be a little more careful. Oh, yeah. Make well, sure I don't have an accent. Up. <laughs> I, have a, I don't have an accent. So if I had an accent, everyone would be like, oh, they'll yeah. chapo. They'll chapo. Yeah. The other, the other TV show uh, that Mike brought up was the, I think, just called Parking Wars. And this is literally like um, footage from, again, closed circuit TV from like security footage of parking lots of people just getting into fights at parking lots. People getting their car towed and coming out and, you know, confronting the, the tow truck. And again, I tried to watch there it. There was a repo show. I could, oh, God. I know. I have seen that. I remember that. that. I, I have seen that, too. Uh, it's I'm, just it's just kind of the, the the dregs of society, if you will. I couldn't watch well, it. It's it's just a mess. And I always wonder what agreements, and we talked about this on the last episode, yeah. like the agreements these municipalities have. Yeah, with these creators because this isn't like an educational show at all. Oh, it's kind of educational. Well, I mean, like, like the whole <laughs> idea extent. is not an educational show. Like when I was watching the drug ones, it was just like they're just showing crazy ways. Like they just stuffed fish full of drugs, mm-hmm. and they found all this fish. And they, for the reason they found it, because they all expire, so you could smell it. And like, who would be shipping rotten rotten fish? fish yeah. and then they scan it, and like, oh, they're filled with tubes of cocaine. Mm. And well, maybe they needed to put on the outside of the truck rotten fish instead of just fish. I don't know. And then why do they do that? Why do they have to announce that they're hauling fish in those trucks? You ever seen that little box truck with a cooler on the back and just says fish? I never understood know. them. Why? I don't know. Okay, you've never seen that. No. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that one up too. Or onesies. You let know, us I know. don't get out of the house. <laughs> no, I'm you don't. I'm all online now. <laughs> well, do yourself a favor and check out Parking Wars and Court TV. Hey, man, were you ever a Marilyn Manson fan back in the day. No, I was not. That guy kind of weirded me out. But I always thought, you know, when he was popular in the nineties, I I was in my I was already kind of a young adult when he when he got popular. And I think I was old enough to know it was a bit. Like there's no way this guy is this evil or whatever. He probably goes home at the end of the day after a show and pets his cat. Right, I mean, he's probably got to be a normal guy, and I loved how the rumors that he was the uh, the kid from the Wonder Years. Paul, you remember that? No. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Wonder Years? First of all, 
Yeah, and, with Fred Savage. Yeah, Fred and, Savage yeah. and his little friend Paul. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, because they they have a they bear a striking resemblance to each other, and there was always the rumor that Paul and Marilyn Manson it was the same person when he grew. <laughs> so what's going on with Marilyn Manson? I don't even know like his songs. <laughs> I really don't even know. Uh, yeah, I mean. We could play them, but, uh, you know, we run the risk of it getting scrubbed, so we'll just, even though we technically can, since we're a radio station, not all platforms appreciate that. So, I, I, a Dope Show was a pretty good song from his, We're All Stars in the Dope Show, I thought that one was good, but there was a couple of really popular ones. Well, I did not know this, but apparently he is back in the news and was sentenced to 20 hours of community service and a fine on Monday after pleading no contest to blowing his nose on a videographer at a 2019 concert in New Hampshire. What the heck, man? He's 54 years old now, and um, apparently this guy during a show just decided to shoot a, a grandpa snot rocket at somebody. I'm not sure. Like, how do you how do you blow your nose on somebody? It doesn't even make sense. But it is like so it. Marilyn Manson, though. Yeah. I like it. He, he was charged in a, and fully negotiated a plea agreement deal with prosecutors. If you're doing community service, though, just because you've done whatever, you know, what's the last time you did community service for? <laughs> right? And in walks Marilyn Manson as your partner in crime for the day. Boy, that's got to be a good story for the radio, Well, there's right? another show that got really the jury duty show. Have you seen that? Well, this, I would follow him around with a camera. Well, no, I think that was kind of the premise was, Wait, jury duty. Yeah, like okay, this, this is so it's community it service. Had a, the guy who played Cyclops in it. The guy who played Cyclops. Yeah, the from the original like oh, like, 90s, the 19th... like like the two thousand X Men movies. Oh God, I yeah, you uh, lost me on that one. Well, it was all like a. It's a show called Jury Duty, and it's James Martson, and he okay. plays himself, and it's about this jury duty guy who got called for. It's all. Like, Basically, everyone got called for jury duty, okay. and it's this fake case. The whole <laughs> thing is fake, but this one person doesn't know it's fake. So, but every other jury member knows it's fake, and this actor's in it as himself, like oh, as James Marsden. And it's I think it's on like it's on TV, but apparently it got rave reviews. Interesting it was, concept. But yeah, was it was it a series or a show? Yeah, it was just it's one like season. a short, yeah, short yeah, series. They had to tell him at the end, right? Oh yeah, I mean, you would you would think right. Yeah. Yeah, but, I know that Marilyn Manson faced all kinds of charges and things Mar- earlier. Yeah, Marilyn Manson coming in as you're having to mow a lawn at some, some I don't know, hospital for community service, and here comes Marilyn Manson for blowing a snot rocket you're on somebody. You're a real downer, Marilyn. Yeah, right? What's with all the makeup? Yeah. Do you think he shows up in the makeup, too, or does he know. just show up like normal? I have no idea about that kind so of stuff. So goth. Yeah, I know that he had like sexual assault charges pre- pressed against him 10 years ago or something. He's He hasn't completely avoided the law. That's been happening a lot lately. <laughs> What's not rockets? Yeah, it's like these ten-year-old reports about these rock stars or these famous mm-hmm. people, and it's just like all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, that happened. We didn't care back then, though, but we care now. Well, you know how it is, and I don't know who you're referring to specifically. No, I think there was like a documentary mm. about Marilyn Manson. Oh, well, I, about again, these women, and he like it, yeah. it's a weird phenomenon that we do. I don't want to say just here in the United States; it's probably globally where you know you have, let's say, it's sexual assault charges or whatever, yeah. or allegations, not charges. People don't really tend to care until you get about 10. <laughs> you know, well, one just, or two, it's, it's like, uh, you know, whatever. But w- there has to be like over and over and over. It's kind of like with the Danny Masterson thing. No one really cared until there was like three or four of them where you go, no, maybe we should look into this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, that's the... Well, it's also the Harvey Weinstein thing. Like that was... Oh, cre- yeah. That was... And like everybody knew. Apparently. That's what was so weird. Well, it's also one of those weird scenarios where you think you know everything, but you've never seen it. Right, you just because I imagine, it. yeah, and I imagine there's a lot of unfortunate actresses actually experienced it, and then like people are like, no way, like it's probably not as bad as as you say it is, and then it was probably worse. Right, right. I mean, it's amazing. That's crazy to me, but uh, yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's the thing now where people are making documentaries about it. Yeah, I'd follow that guy around with a camera, especially during his twenty hours. You could probably I always wondered how that. like that gets presented officially in into like police record where because you know how that's happened a lot where they release some type of footage you know a year later or they make some documentary and like mm-hmm. people are outraged like this happened well, no one did anything about it and then all of a sudden somehow the police go oh we can we can still do something about it yeah yeah, 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 me, yeah, yeah. hold on let me pull that file yeah, out let me, here uh, yeah, yeah, real yeah, quick yeah. here i'll make up for it i'll make up for it <laughs> right and i want to lick their fingers yeah. look in the file a little bit 
Oh, man, I was always, did you ever have a teacher in elementary school that did that? And they'd be handing out papers, you know, for like a test or whatever, and they'd, they'd lick their finger to get the, the right. and I always seem to get the first one. They have the big, wet, sticky fingerprint in the right-hand corner. You're like, oh, Miss Johnson, what are you doing? It's so gross. You, you never experienced the gross, wet finger I stickiness? I never paid attention <laughs> in school. I was always somewhere else so every gross. time I sat no down. No way. I was like, what are, Oh, gee, look at the ceiling what tiles. Is, what is life? So it's very Rain Man of you. Oh, I uh, yeah. Well, speaking of rage and people being outraged, I was not aware of this, but apparently the uh, retailer H and M. Are you familiar with H and M? They've uh, been no. tr- they've been charging customers in the UK, and they're now expanding this to America. They've been charging their customers to return items that were purchased online. So if you buy something, hey, no problem. You're going to return it. We're going to charge you for it. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I can see that. So I don't necessarily have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is the reason why they've claimed they're doing it. It's to reduce H&M's environmental footprint. As carbon emissions from returned packages have grown considerably over the past four years. Yeah, right. This is for them trying to make more money. And again, I don't really have a problem. If they want to charge people, they can charge people restocking fee or whatever. I'm sure there is a cost associated with doing something with all these all return right. goods. But don't tell me it's for the environment. That's just so that they can they can uh, grandstand you and be like, oh, what are you, well, you, can, what are you against baby seals? It's Pay $5.99, man. It's free in store. And if you're a member, it's free. But yeah. Mm, this it, is where it starts, though. But no, I'm looking at it right now. I'm on their website. Yeah, it's five ninety nine. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know that. I, I mean, I don't shop I there, would, but I would charge people. Yeah, Dick's retailer. Well, know. I mean, if you're if you're working, I would at, say you'd have a store called Dick's. If but you're working at that kind of scale, yeah, got already taken. If you're working at that kind of scale, I, I would think you just kind of work it into every product. Just add like seventeen cents to everything, and that covers returns. And that way, you don't have to have some BS message about being environmental and reducing your carbon footprint. Oh. Come on, man. Well, don't we have that conversation about Amazon? Like, imagine that one guy's job is like, how much money do we lose this year because we sent this guy two mattresses? Yeah, they make up for it somewhere else. But yeah, they, you're right. I mean, do they? They have to. I mean, Bezos is the richest man in the world. I, I mean, think they're making up for it somewhere, right? I don't know. I think he, he swapped something and got became rich for something else. Oh, you think this Amazon's just a front? Oh, uh, yeah. It's I mean, actually a losing some, proposition. No, I bet they did some government contract, and they're like, hey, we, we won't come after you if you just let us use your servers. Or he's shipping drugs and rotten fish, and that's how he really makes his money, and Amazon's just the front for I don't know. the fish trade I can see it. industry. I can see it. I mean, they can't sell that many books, dude. And, right, yes, it's just <laughs> books. And be that rich. Right. Something, no, something's again, going on. no one reads anyways, man. Uh, I'm going to skip I the- see no problem with this. Return policy. Okay, well, I'm glad. I, like I said, I don't necessarily care. The policy, it's not the problem. It's the reasoning I, behind it. I want to say I ran into something end. similar, and it was really strange because it was an Amazon product, and they're like, "Hey, if you return it via like Home Goods or something like that." Like I remember, I had to take it mm-hmm. to a store, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I didn't buy it from the store. I didn't yeah. buy it. No, from, they, yeah, they have a little partnership with. Uh, I believe the Coles does that. Yeah, or something. I was just kind of like, "What I have to do?" Yeah, you have to take it back over to the back corner of Kohl's to return yeah. something you ordered on Amazon. Yeah, and I thought it was really strange, but yeah. and it saved me money. Yeah, I guess. And they didn't charge you five ninety nine for it, did they? Yeah, way to go. So uh, I have a story about an otter attack. We'll skip that unless we have some time at the end here. But do you remember we talked uh, several months ago about Robert De Niro at 80 years old becoming a father again? Yeah. How beautiful! Beautiful story with his what, like twenty-nine-year-old girlfriend. I'm all for it. The golden, the golden bachelor. Yeah, going right, exactly. <laughs> well, here is if that's not weird enough that a twenty-nine-year-old is is dating an eighty-year-old. Here's another reason uh, to to avoid the situation. Apparently, she got diagnosed with a muscle condition called Bell's palsy Ooh. after giving birth to their child. That's sad. Yeah, Bell's palsy is like a muscle condition where it affects like part of the the, yeah. the, the, the muscles in your face and you won't have, it almost looks like you had a stroke. I sometimes think it's, it's temporary. Tempor- yeah. Sometimes it's temporary and sometimes it's not. But I thought that was crazy, yeah, that she, she made news because she said, I started to feel like my tongue was strange. It was a little tingly. Probably it, from the COVID shot. That's it. And it, then also uh, Robert Nero's old sperm. That's, thank you. You took my punchline. I was like, <laughs> the, moral, the moral of the story here is don't sleep with 80-year-old Robert Nero. But would you do it if it only if the only side effect though was Bell's palsy? 
What but, are you talking about? I don't know. What are you talking about? Oh, with uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro? I don't if you're a girl. I mean, we already know you're... T- oh, if you were a female, would you be a 10, by the way? Uh, yeah, of course. Would you still have the stash? Oh, uh, it depends on where I lived. Okay. It's well, all about being valued by your community. Hypothetically, you're a 10 female and you're dating Robert De Niro. Would you still have his baby if you knew that you were going to get Bell's palsy afterwards? Well, I mean, I feel like Bell's palsy has like a wide spectrum of actual conditions. Because you can temporarily have it, or it could be like there you go. This, this, you're rolling the dice, man. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't really care about Robert De Niro that much. So. <laughs> I don't either. Just, I don't know. I saw went, This guy's still in the news, but it's not. He's not in the news for like making movies anymore. He's in the news for making babies. Well, I mean, and being making, in the in your 80s, impregnating 20 somethings. That's kind of baller. <laughs> that's a baller move. Yeah, I'm not, I I got to give him. Hey, and he's doing it without a mustache. But it's also Robert Nero. I think he just kind of like smiles, and it's like, oh, I have to like this guy because he's famous. That's what I'm saying. Like the famous people got it made. They got it going on. But then they, they get documentaries about how they assaulted people, and then now I they're mean, going to jail for. <laughs> you are a radio star. <laughs> got to start somewhere. I don't know. I think it's a double-edged sword to live that kind of life. Oh yeah, no doubt. You're you're, you're, you're uh, under a microscope, without a doubt. Like, it was, well, yeah. I mean, who cares, though? <laughs> but, it, you know, it is kind of funny, the perception of somebody you know. This actually happened to me recently. One of my friends posted, because I've known him, and I've known his girlfriend, and he was like, happy 30th. And I was like, she's 30 years old? That seems so young to me these days. Well, I was, I was thinking, because I've known her for a while, mm-hmm. like five years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. So when I met her, she was 25? That's crazy. You've been dating a 25 <laughs> And I almost wanted to say something to him. I was like, I never knew that. But Robin then again, the I don't really did, ask the detailed questions for my friends. I'm like, I don't really did, care. Did, did he give her Bell's palsy because of the age difference? I don't know. Or what? I'll ask that next yeah. time. Yeah, ma- yeah, make sure you let her know. This is, yeah. There's a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> Stay within your demographic, everyone. Well, you know, that's what they do now. I'm sorry, what? Well, like, you get your blood tests and all that stuff and your partner, and it's like, because mm-hmm. I know that happened to my cousin where they, the doctor was literally going, hey, if you have a baby... There's like a 76% chance they're going to contract this terrible disease. Oh, And it's yeah. just like, can I've you imagine being tests. told that? It's yeah. like, yeah, don't have, don't have kids yeah. because they will live terrible lives. And you're kind of like, well, we kind of want a chance. Yeah. But if the dad is Robert De Niro. <laughs> but yeah, it's tragic. But uh, fortunately for them, they have a beautiful boy and he has no problems. And I think they did some testing things to help. I think they spent a lot of money trying to prevent it. But yeah, you don't tell me you have like, it's yeah. just the unfortunate thing that your soulmate it's or whatever. It's a little bit of like playing God, I think. It's just well, no, things you no, shouldn't I'm talking about the know. bad luck. Like you fall in love, you go on these dates and you're like, oh, I love it. Start with this. We're married and we're going to have this, we're going to start a family and you go to the doctor and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, you have like an 80% chance this kid's going to not have, have a left foot. Tw- 26 you know? fingers and toes. Yeah, or something like yeah, that. Like, like, hmm. Yeah, they have a they have a very low chance of living if y'all well, have a kid. that's the case. That's, that's no, it really, really was. So no, I forgot what it was. And it was that's just like, scary. That's really crazy that someone had to tell you that. Because you imagine back in the day where they didn't have doctors and you're like, why do my babies keep dying? Well, they were doctors, but they were like witch doctors. I'm down. <laughs> hey, man, do you know what the Mandela effect is? Or ever heard of the Mandela effect? Uh, is it similar to the Barbara Streisand effect? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I so want you to look that up now. No, the, the Streisand effect. You never heard that? No. So she... I don't even want to talk about the Mandela effect anymore. No, What's the, the Barbara Streisand effect? Uh, the, the Streisand effect is she basically sued or got mad at aerial photographers taking pictures of her like beautiful house and somehow that became a thing where like now everyone knows what her house looks like okay because she's the one that started suing these people taking pictures of her house so it's considered a streisand effect now where like it wasn't a big deal until you made it a big deal, and inadvertently, oh, okay. your big deal got blown up. Now everyone knows about it. Right. Okay, that makes sense. I have not heard it called the Streisand effect, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, if you just kept your mouth closed, very few people would have heard of this picture, saw this picture, and know where you live. But since you made a big deal out of it, now it's a big deal. Well, no, this is the Mandela effect. And basically, this is like, like false memories of the collective population that basically... We all believe something to be true, okay. but it's not. 
It says the Mandela effect occurs when a large group of people believe an event occurred when it did not. Okay. And it's kind of interesting. They give some examples of it, but I was curious as to know why it's called the Mandela effect to begin with. And it says it got its name when Fiona Broom. Okay, this is interesting. I don't know who Fiona Broom is other than she's a self-identified paranormal consultant. Detailed how she remembered former South African President Nelson Mandela dying in the 1980s in prison, although Mandela lived until 2013. She could describe remembering news coverage of his death and even a speech from his uh, widow about his death, blah, 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 yet none of it happened. The weird thing is, though, she thought her thoughts uh, occurred in isolation, but other people said, hey, I have the exact same thought as you. Like, I seem to have that memory. And it, for whatever reason, this took off as a, a term, Mandela effect. I don't know, that just seems really strange to me because I don't even know who this person is. But anyways... That's a term given to collective false memories. And one of the ones that they give as an example is from the movie Star Wars, the most famous line probably from that entire series. May the force be with you. Other than that one. <laughs> uh, I have the high ground. Luke, I am your father. Thank you. Luke, I am your father. That is probably the most popular line except for the fact. He never said it. He never said it. It's just, I am your father. And everybody just thinks, Luke, I am your father, was what was actually said. And that apparently is called That's the Mandela effect. Yeah, and there's also a, a few others, um, like uh, Looney Tunes, spelled T-U-N-E-S rather than O-O-S for tunes. Most people think it's... N-S, tunes, T-O-O-N-S. Right. But a majority of people think it's T-U-N-E-S. I didn't know that. I, yeah, that didn't really bother me. No, me neither. But anyways, apparently it's a it's a pretty cool, um, I guess, term to give something. The Mandela effect. I am your father. I was trying to think of some other cool ones there, but I can't think of I mean, it, Well, it's kind of hard because some of them are just kind of like, I never really thought about it. So, I, of course, I'm going to be wrong about it because I, I don't really think about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, Mandela effect. Yeah. We're going to have the Schistler effect. We're suddenly right in the middle of a story. You just go, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. I'm, On to the next one. That's, that's, yeah, this, this is, is boring. This is, Fake. This is boring Fake. It's the Schistler effect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a real charmer on dates. <laughs> just this in the is, middle of the story. Is, this is just Talking so about boring. how her old boyfriend gave her Bill's palsy, and you're like, next door is fake. Yeah. Fake. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> and she's sitting there like, this is not fake. I don't know what you're talking about. Fake story. Move on. It's just TikTok. That's what you get for being with an eight-year-old. <laughs> So I want you to show, possibly, I don't know if you can show this as a video, I don't know if they have a still picture of it, um, of a story from the New York Post, so this is essentially just trash story, but a crazy, terrifying reminder that snakes can climb trees, but also up onto your house. This, this, is, is, this is fake. This is crazy. I don't know if it's fake or not. It looks incredible, but apparently from, it's like a couple weeks ago, there was footage of this 16-foot snake that was slithering over the top of a family's house in Australia. Everything happened. Everything weird happens in Australia. Um, right as they were having their midday meal, it says. And the video has amassed over 12 million views on TikTok. But this video shows this snake, and I have to admit, it looks incredible. All right, I got the video. Again. I mean, it's kind of coming up out over the house, or up, up the tree, sorry, up over the house. Um, and it's 16, I tell you what, it, uh, looks, it, look it looks longer than 16 feet. That is massive. Sorry if you're just listening on podcasts and not watching the video. That's creepy. That is extremely creepy. I don't know what I would do if I... <laughs> I'd have to move, right? Burn the house down. Look at that. The tree oh, is wow. moving how massive... I mean, that thing has to weigh several hundred pounds. Um, at 16 feet, you would imagine it would. But it's in the tree, also in the house. Yeah, that, those people are freaking out as they see the video there. This is Weird, why you have man. guns. Well, yeah, that's the thing is, my thought is, my house, I'm shooting the thing, but you watch, it's some protected animal, and then I end up having to do time because I shot this 16-foot python or whatever. You'd be a pretty good shot to hit that head, though. Yeah, I would imagine. Even even at 16 feet, it's still probably pretty hard to you hit. See, what happens with me in scenarios like this is I get, immediately I get shocked. I'm like, whoa, what is that? And then I immediately go, I don't have to deal with this. Like, how do you deal with the python in the tree? Yeah, you think your Saturday's bad. It's like, Show this video. It's like, uh, do I sit here and wait for him to go, or do I go inside and ignore him and maybe he'll yeah. go? But then I don't know if he left. 
And then I probably just throw my dog over there and be like, just take the dog. Don't take me. Take the children. <laughs> Neighborhood's cat. <laughs> that is crazy, man. Uh, you know, the this was a couple of mon- months ago now. I um, heard the song on the radio, Kung Fu Fighting. Okay, is this a Mandela thing? No. All right. No. It's not Kung Fu Fighting, huh? <laughs> Everybody thinks it is, though. Yeah, because everybody was. Kung Fu Fighting. Oh, thank you. Dude, that was that was great. That was so fast. I didn't catch it. But you're you're familiar with the song Kung Fu yeah. Fighting, right? It has kind of an interesting story. It's a terrible song, and if no one knows, or not no one, but if you're not familiar with what Kung Fu Fighting is, look it up. It's kind of a, a funny, lighthearted song about, I guess, Kung Fu Fighting. But apparently this was a B-side song. Okay. And I don't know if you're old enough to know what a B-side is. Back in the day when we had records, the singles would be released on the A-side, and the B-side was usually a song that like was... a filler. Yeah, it was a filler, right? Um, and oftentimes, some of your lower-end bands may have only had one hit, and they didn't even have anything to put on the B-side. It was kind of the, the, um, the, the, the case here with Kung Fu Fighting. Apparently, this song was written in about 10 minutes as they were looking to put something uh, on the B-side of, uh, and I just scrolled now, I don't know what the name, uh, I Want to Give You Everything, written by Brooklyn songwriter Larry Weiss and Carl Douglas. Obviously, the B-side song, Kung Fu Fighting, is significantly more popular because, well, we know what it is, and I don't know that you know what I Want to Give You Everything is. But it got me thinking about other B-side songs that actually became well, more popular I w- I wanna, than I've looked their this A-side. Up. Yes. The album, when they released the actual album, yes. the, song, the album's called Kung Fu Fighting and Other Great Love Songs. <laughs> so, I mean... I, I don't know that I would consider it a love song. I love it. But I guess it well, depends no, on what your kink is. Well, no, that's why they separated it. Oh, and, and other, other great, songs. other great love songs. Well, yeah. If you think about it, didn't I say "I want to give you everything" was the A side? That does yeah, sound like it was an so attempt, funny. an attempt to be romantic. And then you flip it over, and it's everybody was gung fu well, fighting. I think, the, I think like the the B side stuff though isn't really like a a phenomenon anymore because everyone just kind of releases singles, so you don't really know they're getting pop. Like I know for me, for example, if like you played a Taylor Swift song, I would have no idea when it came out. Like, no idea. Well, I can tell you if it's country, it's probably about 10 to 15 years old. Oh, well, see, I had no idea. Yeah, she I started no off idea. as a country artist. But, like, I guess other famous B songs, I don't really know, because... Well, I have a list here for you. Isn't that usually something just with one-hit wonders, though? It, You would think. However, the Beatles' Revolution was a B-side song. Yeah, but that, that that's an... Was it a B-side to a single, or was it to their album? No, well, B-side's going to be a single. So it's, we're talking one song on each side. Because there is a B-side to albums. Yeah, there is, yes. Well, typically it's side one, side two. When it's a full EP, yeah, it's, it's a side one, side two. When it's a single, it's A and B. Okay. I don't know why. And if I'm wrong, onesies, I'm sure they will let me know. But, of course, in typical Beatles fashion, the A-side was Hey Jude, which was also pretty darn huge. But can you imagine having a B-side and it's a revolution? So, you can't always get what you want is also a B-side. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I think it was the flip to Honky Tonk A Woman, which, again, good song, but I don't think it was nearly as big as you can't always get what you want. And there's a couple other ones down here. Uh, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life. Now, again, this is starting to get a little more modern where, Mm -hmm. you know, records weren't necessarily a thing, but apparently that was a uh, B-side album or, or B-side song for them. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Music sucks. <laughs> that was a bold statement. Yeah, like just no, in general, huh? I'm just kidding. Except for our intro music. That song rocks. Yeah, that song rocks. Speaking of which. Yes. Is it time to go? Yeah, I think it kind of is. We can finish up with one little... No, we probably don't even need to. We have enough time to do Yeah, we can do whatever we want. Well, I know we can do whatever we want, technically, but... Um, I always like to finish up with something a little interesting. Were you aware that we grow new taste buds every week? Where, That's right. Where do the old ones go? That's a good question, Dick. In our this throat? Is, this, is a, this is a good thing. <laughs> it says, first, if you stick out your tongue, you will see a bunch of little bumps. Those are not taste buds. Those parts are called papillae. I don't know if I'm calling that. 
uh, or if I'm pronouncing that correctly, those are not your taste buds, but um, basically those are kind of the bunches of cells, which are like gateways to the taste centers to the brain. But we grow new taste buds every single week, which is interesting because I've always been told, like, if you eat a lot of spicy foods and stuff, it'll it'll burn your taste buds or whatever. And I'm thinking, well, you're just going to grow new ones next week. So what does it matter, mom? Not you, mom. My mom. That yeah, was okay. your I was mom. Like really <laughs> there. I don't think my mom's ever told me that, actually. It says, we grow new taste buds for a couple of reasons. The first reason is that the taste cells die off after they finish their job. The taste cells, like many cells, can age. And when they lose their sensitivity, the body grows new ones. So once they become Robert De Niro, they, they go the way of the taste bud. And it says, the second reason we grow taste buds is sometimes we burn them off with things like hot foods and beverages. The heat can kill our taste buds. It says, if we don't grow new ones, we would have problems detecting the tastes of food and probably wouldn't enjoy every meal as much. There you so go. So what did COVID do when people were saying, I can't taste Yeah, that was anything. kind of an odd phenomenon. Did you ever have any side yeah. effects? So I, I think I kind of did too. I don't think it's gone. I think I still, I mean, I don't taste anything right anymore. So the one phenomenon for me is this one coffee doesn't quite taste the same as it did before COVID. And I don't know that I never tested positive, but I'm certainly sure I had it. Same with my wife. She's like, this coffee doesn't taste right anymore. So we switched to a different brand or a different, same brand, different flavor. But So nothing tastes right for you anymore, huh? I don't know. I was making that up. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. I'm gullible. <laughs> I thought I was like, tell me all about your problems and your tasting oh, no. problems. Well, no, I, I do remember not being able to taste something, but then again, that but that happens with every cold. I know that yeah. when you catch a cold, your your sense of taste is off. Sometimes everything yeah, tastes you bland. You can't inhale anything. Inhale? Yeah, like you, you smell you know? with your nose, and that helps your taste buds know True. what you're, yeah. What you're yeah, tasting. They, they work in concert together. So, yeah. They got, a, I'm a beautiful, they got an agreement. I'm a beautiful symphony. <laughs> God, <laughs> we've got to end on that. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to yet another exciting episode of The Audience of One Show. Yeah. Wednesdays, 10 a.m., with the ten, Dick Schisler. And, and and Andrew. <laughs> and don't forget Andrew. He's my caboose. Uh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a boat don't, an, don't, I'm a boat anchor, yeah, let's be honest. Don't don't forget to uh send us your stuff, audience of one show at gmail.com or reach out to us on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And uh tune into Lone Star Community Radio, download the app, donate to Audience of One. There's a link below on our description of each episode. It's easy to donate. We need that donation to keep the station going. We are a nonprofit, and I have to look at Andrew's face without getting paid. It's so terrible, it's terrible. terrible. And I'm not a 10, and trust he, me. And he's a 10 in my eyes. Oh, thank you. In a platonic you. sense. He's a 10 as a person. Radio 10. I'm a radio 10. Radio 10. <laughs> I love it. I'll see you guys later, onesies. Next week, everybody. <laughs>